Welcome to the dopest new podcast on the airways. I say so, so it is so. Good morning, it's Power Tuesday, and you're listening to the Ways Podcast. I am your host, Greg Cornelius. It is October the 8th, 2019. Today is my youngest son, Treshawn's 15th birthday. So everybody say happy birthday to Treshawn. Happy birthday! Love you, son, and I hope you have a great day today. Power Tuesday, P, stands for perseverance. No matter what, we don't quit. You got to keep going. O is for ownership. If you want it, you got to own it. W is for work. If you're not willing to put the work in, don't expect to get the great results. E is for encouragement. Be an encouragement to somebody else. Don't just think of yourself. Think of what you can do to help somebody else be great. And the R is for responsibility. We all have a responsibility to make the world around us a better place. So put the power to work for you today on Power Tuesday. So I have a very deep question for you today. If you could ask God for one thing, what would it be? I'm sure some people would probably say money, wealth. Some might want fame. Some might look for power, prestige. And perhaps there are even some out there who would ask for a husband or a wife. It just depends on where your priorities lie. There's a king back in the Bible days by the name of King Solomon. And I'm reminded of the story where uh, God came to him in his sleep and asked him, What can I do for you? What would you like for me to give you? And you know what Solomon asked him for? He asked for wisdom. Why wisdom? Well, you see, in order to lead, and not just lead, but to lead well, you have to be able to make good decisions. Wisdom allows you to do that. What if all of us started seeking after wisdom before we seek after things like wealth and power and fame and and money and all the material stuff? I remember when I first moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and I was looking for a job, and uh, it was taking a lot longer than what I expected, and I was unable to find work for a while. Uh, I found myself with a lot of time on my hands and bills to pay, Um, so I began to pray and I asked God to give me wisdom, help me to use my brain, and to use it beyond what I thought my capabilities were. And I told him to let me learn things, just help me to start learning things. So I began to seek, I began to search for knowledge. I began to train myself to do things that I had never done before. I always wanted to write, so I began to write. I started writing articles for websites and publications. I would sometimes write 10 to 15 articles a day, a thousand words each, because it put food on the table. But the more I wrote, the better I got. I started creating PowerPoint presentations and graphics and video presentations. I had never done that before in my life, but the more I created, the better I became at creating. And the process of creation just became so compelling to me that I was just consumed with getting better. So I read, I searched for training, and I taught myself to do things that I had never done before and found out that there was a gift inside of me that would allow me to soak all of this information in and then apply it 
Now, little did I know that some years later, those very things that I learned how to do during that time would be what I do full time today. So everything that I learned gave me the skills and the abilities to do what I do full time and to do it well. So I want to encourage you to seek after wisdom, but not just wisdom, seek after knowledge, seek after learning. That doesn't mean you have to go back to school. I'm not talking about a college degree because, you know, things have changed a lot. Uh, you have access to so much material, so much information that pretty much anything that you want to learn how to do, you can. But you first got to want it and you got to pursue it. And I always remember, don't chase money. Let money chase you. So develop yourself, develop your expertise and just watch what happens in your life. Even before many people in the U.S. had even heard of Jack Ma, I was buying products from his Alibaba and AliExpress stores in China and reselling those products in the U.S. for a profit. Jack's story is a true rags-to-riches story that I'm sure will encourage and motivate you to keep going. Take a listen. I did not have a rich father tried three times for university. All failed. I applied for Harvard for 10 times. All failed. They don't even want to see me. For the last time, I went to the teacher's college, which was considered the third or fourth class of my city. So I applied jobs for 30 times, got rejected. It was so difficult at that time. I was so frustrated because I taught in the university. My pay was $10 a month because I could not find a good job. In 1994, discussed that I'm going to do something called internet. And 23 of them against it. They said, this is a stupid idea. We have never heard about internet. And you know nothing about computer. And I never thought I was smart. Nobody believed that I could be successful because everybody said, well, this guy think differently, think crazily. You know, they think about something that never worked. I tried to borrow 3,000 U.S. dollars from the banks. It took me three months, but I still cannot get it. We talked to over 30 or 40 venture capitalists. Everybody said, no, forget it. A lot of people said Alibaba is a terrible model. As I said, I believe it. I think this thing could be big. I never thought it would be that big like today. But I believe that something, something is waiting for me there. And I have to work hard to prove myself that was the tough experience. So we gathered 50,000 US dollars from 18 founders. We started. For the first three years, we did not have even one dollar revenue from our business. It was not easy. Why it keeps going ahead, going forward? Because I received lots of email of thanks from the customer. They say, this is such a great thing. We cannot pay you, but this thing helped us. If you keep on helping us, one day you will be successful. And I believe this. Little by little, we build up our business. Little by little, we build up our ecosystem of the infrastructure. And now after 16 years, we have an Alibaba group, we have a Tmall group, we have a Taobao group, we have Alipay. And people said, you are so smart. How could you make a company like that? Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jack Welch, 
Larry Page, Mark Zuckerberg. The difference between those people and other people, they are always optimistic for the future. They never complain. They always try to solve the problems of the others. When you are optimistic, it's always opportunity. People same here today. Jack, where is the opportunity? I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. We are at the best time of this century. The best assets you have is that you are young. Don't complain. Let the other people complain. The opportunity lie always lies where people complain. Think about how you can make things different. Is there anything I can do that make the difference? And then when you think about this, start to do it. I saw a lot of people, young people, have fantastic ideas every evening. But in the morning, they go to the office same again. Being an entrepreneur, you have to do the things before the other people do. You have to wake up before the other people wake up. You have to be more brave than the others. Use the instinct. Everything you do is to the need of the customer. To everybody, to any person, tomorrow is new. Make the move. Make the action. Whether investors believe in this or not, whether your friends believe it or not, whether your parents believe it or not, that's not important. You believe it. Your team believe it. And work day and night on this. That's how the things happen. Make enough mistakes. You fall, you stand up. Any mistake is an income, is a wonderful revenue. Don't worry about the money. Money follow the people. People should follow the dreams. If you have a dream, just to go ahead. I think nobody can conquer the world. We only can serve the world. Either work for the others or work for yourself. And I choose the way work my for myself. Working for myself, that means working for the society. If you really want to work for yourself, think about the others. Because only when the other people are successful, when the other people are happy, you will be successful, you will be happy. Once again, that was Jack Ma, the billionaire founder of Alibaba. What an inspirational story. The guy is just incredible. That's great motivation and inspiration for us to not give up. And what better way to end this podcast than with some good old laughter? Join me now and listen to the comedy of Sam Adams. It's a wonderful place to be, Provo, Utah. I looked you up on Wikipedia. (laughs) Said 0.0004% African American. I said, wow, is that even a whole brother? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna double that score. <laughs> now it's nice to be here and uh and, and 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 look, let's just have fun. I think we all have a right to laugh, you know, uh people get angry and upset about so many things. And sometimes you just need to laugh about things. Find a reason to laugh about things. I I make a joke about race. Find a reason to laugh about it. No sense in getting mad, sad, angry, upset. You know, when I talk about race, it's funny to me. (laughs) It is. Think about it. If somebody's dark like me, we say black. If somebody's light, we say white. 
Think about this. This is the two blandest colors in a crayon box. <laughs> That's what we use to describe ourselves, right? Now, I was thinking about this. I was doing a show in Nebraska. <laughs> Hershey, Nebraska. Go figure. Population 560. You know you're in a small town when all the businesses begin with the word the. I'm driving through. There's the bank, the store, the jail. My gig was at the bar. <laughs> when I walked in, I realized that the town's name was Hershey, but they hadn't seen chocolate before until I showed up. <laughs> but they were nice people. And it was funny because at the end of the show, a lady came up and she said, can I take a picture with you? And I was like, sure. So, you know, she handed somebody her phone and we posed and I put my arm around her. And just when they were getting ready to take the picture, she looked up and said, I've never been this close to a black man before. <laughs> and I looked down and said, I'm not black. And she said, what? And that's how they took the picture of her going, And so she was like, what do you mean you're black? I said, no, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you all what I told her. Just because I'm dark doesn't mean I'm black any more than just because she was light and she white. We all have a true color. Like, like when the government does the census report, every 10 years they ask a bunch of questions. One of the questions is race. The first box to check in that category uh, is for white. Now, the second box, my race. They have multiple choices. <laughs> Black, comma, African-American, comma, Negro, comma, running back, comma, rapper. <laughs> but they had a little box to write something in. And that write-in box is what made me decide to find my true color. Now, how do you do that? Go to a hardware store. Go in the paint section. Spend some time. <laughs> Grab those little paint chips. It took me about 15 minutes, but I found my true color. If you say I'm black, I'm not mad. That's not racist. I'm not offended. I'm just telling you all here in Provo, Utah, I know my true color. I'm a shade of brown called chocolate indulgence. Hello. That's <laughs> Right. Fifty shades of chocolate indulgence. Man. All you people have been told you're white, you're not white, you're a shade of paint called papaya smoothie. I looked it up. Store. I know it's silly, but it's funny. And that's why you gotta find a reason to laugh. So find your true color. And then report it to the government. Let them know what color you really are. You might be papaya smoothie. You might be rosy taupe. I don't know. But report it. And when they see that we have so many different colors, we're not just black and white like they labeled us, maybe they'll stop asking us what color we are. They'll find some much more important things in the world to solve. Okay? Finally. Yeah much more important things in the world to solve, like how to put a muzzle on Justin Bieber, 
I just want to punt him like a football. Just. And once again, that was Sam Adams Comedy. Check him out at samadamsdoescomedy.com. Man, I'm so glad you could join me today for this episode of the Ways Podcast. It's been a joy to share my thoughts with you. It's Power Tuesday. Make it a great one.